Welcome back, everybody, to the Terminal Velocity Podcast, your highlight of the night. And today we actually have a very special, kind of important, very relatable topic coming up today. But first, we're going to recap a little bit what we've been talking about. And I am one of your hosts, Jeremiah Zachariah. I'm Daniel Torch, my Taylor Swift shirt. Uh, yes, today we're going to get a little, a little deep, maybe a little ranty, maybe uh, you know, a little opinionated. We'll see what happens. But first, a little, uh, house, a little housekeeping, a little recap. It's been a couple weeks because we had a couple of guests, um, which were great. Journey Fi 2, Danny Limelight, Miko Saad, Zach Wright with his new microphone. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I suppose I'll, I'll, I'll start with a. Uh, um, so what's it? I know I'd mentioned that I was uh, coming back to the Agua in San Jose, so that happened a couple weeks ago on the tenth, and it was myself and Doc Atrocity against the world's freshest tag team, the tag titles, and uh, Doc Atrocity is a guy that I've seen for years and I've talked to here and there. Let's little gotta, recap on that real quick. He competed for the tag titles, of which we, the Terminal Velocity, never lost. Great mind for this business. <laughs> and he's been, so I've, this is a guy that I really just wanted to get to know. And that day was great. I talked to him for hours. I don't know why nobody else was talking to him. Um, but yes, the tag titles that I never lost, which he made sure to bring up. Three-time tag team champions. Never lost it. One of those is technically mine. Uh, and then he also, uh, uh, he managed Christina Von Erie as well. Now we are a faction, the Graveyard Shift. If you, you want some creepy, spooky, book us. Uh, and then this past weekend, I was down at Best of the West for like a private um, event. I wrestled the wise guy who I haven't wrestled in a singles match in like seven or eight years, great match. Super happy with that. Uh, and then this weekend, because we're doing this Tuesday, well, we're, or Monday, it's only Monday. I don't know what days are anymore. Don't and I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> so uh, this coming weekend, August 1st, CWA returns in Atwater. I'll be there for that as well. Um, so that's all the wrestling stuff. Uh, here comes a little heavy, a little personal. Um, I'm sure people that are listening are actually on my Facebook because we're still pretty new and gaining listeners, but um, maybe they don't know. So, well, they know this part, but maybe not kind of the story. Eh, maybe I won't get too deep into it. Well, um, you can get deep and I'll enlighten everybody with my good, good news. There you go. Um, so... My dad got sick, and my dad doesn't get sick. He, uh, when he gets sick, though, it gets kind of bad. He um, gets the headaches. He gets the sweats. His body hurts all the time anyways. So to hear him be in some pain isn't anything new. And so he was not feeling well. A couple days later, he's feeling good. He's going to get food, whatever. A couple days later, really bad. And me and my siblings were taking turns going to checking on him while mom was at work and Monday comes Monday the what was it like the 10th I believe and 
Is it, is it the 10th? I don't know. Whatever that Monday is. Um, my brother goes to check on him and he's not good. Not, not breathing well, looking at the ceiling. So they get him and my little sister get an ambulance down there, take him down the hospital, get him all hooked up. He's intubated. He's got the hoses and the wires and the hooks and the machines. And um, they diagnosed that he's got the COVID and none of us could figure out where he got it because all the rest of us test clean. Um, but it was really bad. My dad has asthma. My dad's already got blood pressure problems, his kidneys. He's had kidney stones. He's so it was not good. And we were all worried. And then come that Saturday. So what's that? Five days. His lungs collapsed and they just weren't able to save him. And so that's a week. Was that only a week ago? Yeah, that was just the week. I'm like you, I I legitimately have no sense of time. It feels a lot longer, Uh, but also it's just been rough on everybody um, trying to figure out, you know, just get things kind of in order now and take care of my mom who, I mean, they were together since they were in high school, you know, not even 60 years old, so. Um, I've been trying to deal with that. I, I'm doing okay. Um, feel like I'm doing better than some of those in my family, but, uh, you know, yeah, you're actually doing better than I expected. Yeah. I mean, I was close to dad. Me and dad were super close, especially the last year or so. I mean, we've always been close, but you know, building the race car and all that is, um, got us spent a lot of time together. So. And you were saying you're you're still going to get that race car up and running so that you can at least get it on the track, basically. Yes. Yeah, I still I still I just want to get that last thing fixed and at least get it on the track and take it for some laps. You know, that's that's what he wanted was to race that car. Just wanted to race that car was for him, and that's that's still what my plan is. So uh, that's where I'm at. That's what that's caught up to today. Well, you know, sort of to kind show. of switch directions on that, I had mentioned in I, I one of our last podcasts that my son had gone into open heart surgery. It's like his third or fourth one. It's this is crazy what they do with surgeries and technology and advancements and everything. But so the first time he went and cardiac arrest two or three times, so he he was legally dead, and uh, he was on life support blood transfusions, anything that could go wrong actually went wrong. So um, we kind of went into this. I, I always hope for the best because, you know, he's at the doctors. I'm like, okay, the doctor yeah. know what to do. If you guys need me to sign a paper, I'll sign it. I don't really care what you guys need. You guys know what you're doing. You wouldn't ask me for something that you don't need. So do what you guys need to do. Um, but this time he had a surgery and it went perfect. So I think yeah. he's three, I want to say three weeks post-op, something like that, two, three weeks. Yeah, something like that, yeah. And he's, can't even tell you had surgery. He's showing everybody his scars, running around, jumping, and he's, he's had his checkups. Everything's perfect. Like, just went flawlessly like it's supposed to. So that's that's great. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. So that that's some good news to kind of counteract the bad news. Yeah. It doesn't really counteract it, but. Well, I mean, it's, you know. At least it wasn't bad news as well. Yeah. So, 
if you're not so, taking COVID serious, I mean, it, it is serious and it is, it does kind of hit people differently. You could be healthy and get it. You could be way unhealthy and get it. It's, it's kind of a crapshoot, but I mean, we're not going to get into that, the shots and don't get the yeah, shots. That's, that's, yeah. if you want to yeah, get the not, shot, get it. If you don't want to get it, don't. It's, it's your yeah. choice. Which, yeah, we're not here to like, preach about any of that. It's just, it's a real thing that happened and hit my family. And unfortunately, the, the worst case scenario. Um, so we're all just trying to deal with that. But um, today, though, what we wanted to get into, something me and you have talked about a lot. And that's just kind of like a self care, like you got to take care of yourself. Um, and uh like how, how am i thinking not just uh not just self-care but also just kind of like well i guess it goes hand in hand with self-care is like standing up for yourself and kind of um when you see something and you're getting like a gut feelings it's like hey your gut's probably right you know you gotta you gotta take care of that and you gotta make the changes that you need to make it's not the changes if nothing changes if i can get uh it's a cliche <laughs> No, nothing changes if nothing changes so we've got a, couple be a lot of, of cliches in here yeah no i actually have a couple of quotes that have really resonated with me that i kind of wanted to bring up hear your thoughts give my thoughts um that kind of thing i don't know where my paper is but i think i've said them enough lately that i can that i could go from the there. only time i can't write down anything is when i'm making something I, that's all in here but if i if i need to say something or remember something i gotta write it down and half the time I don't know where I write it down at. <laughs> so I'll let you go ahead and start this off and we'll just play off each other. So I think one of these for sure I got from another podcast. One, no, all of them I got from another podcast. One from one, one from a different. And then one was just something they were talking about that I said, oh, that makes a lot of sense and really resonates with me. So one of them, well, two of them go hand in hand, and that is not everything faced can be changed, but nothing can be changed until it's faced. And that goes with the, uh, the idea of like, look, if you're looking for something to change in your life, or like you've come into something or, or, or there's a challenge and you're not sure what to do, well, it's not gonna change unless you try. Doesn't necessarily mean things are going to change, but you'll never know unless you give it a try. Yeah, that that comes into the the what if factor kind of thing. Like, oh man, I I really don't like the way I'll just use because I'm in the fitness. I'll use body for example. I I really don't like the way my body looks. You know, I I wish I had a six pack. I wish I was healthier. Oh man, I wish, I wish, I wish. What if? What if? Well, you know, nothing's going to change. Unless you take that first step to change it. But not only do you have to take that first step, you have to keep the wheels in motion. You've got to keep going because nobody's going to walk up to you and say, hey, let me fix this for you. You just sit here and do absolutely nothing. That's that's not going to change. Nothing's going to change that way. But, but say you start and then you're just like, well, this really isn't for me. I'm going to have to figure something out. That's the, hey, not everything faced can be changed. So maybe there's something happening. You just can't, it's not going to change. Got to figure something else out. But 
at least you faced it to try to change it. I see that, and that ties be, into that what if factor. You won't be sitting there wondering what if. You you tried it, maybe it worked, maybe it didn't work, but you're not sitting there with that what if. Now you're just sitting there with that, well, that didn't work. I'm going to try this now. And that could go with uh, like a relationship with somebody, a friendship or whatever. And it's, hey, I just, there's, this person's my friend, but, you know, there's some things that I'm just not okay. I'm not okay with the way they're saying this or treating that. Well, it's not going to change unless you bring it up to them. So you bring it up to them, you talk to them. If they don't change, dump them. Well, guess what? Guess what? You just can't be friends with them because it's not good for you. And that, that but goes, that goes but it'll never change. It'll never change unless you face it. Yeah, and that, that, that goes with the cliche surround people who know your worth, which I've always thought was kind of lame. But it's true. You know, you hang out with toxic people. You're you're gonna get affected by that toxicity. It's say you want to be a nice person, you want to be happy. You don't go to parties. You don't cuss. You know you're you're a good you know you're a good Christian or whatever. And you're hanging out with these people that drink and go party and they they go to the store and the five finger discount. And you're you're hanging out with those people because they're like oh they're my friends, but I don't really like what they do. But I'm gonna keep hanging out with them anyways completely not your style and eventually you're going to get sucked into that way of living and you know that's just one day you got to sit back and realize like hey are these people really my friends or are they people i can do without is there someone out there that fits my lifestyle that has the same beliefs same same opinions and that can help me better myself and i could help better them is there people like that out there and if you're sitting there thinking well my best friend really isn't like that. Then are they really your best friend or can you do without them? Yeah. Are they, they, are they trying to get you in on that too? That's not cool. Are they talking about you behind your back because uh, you're not involved in that? Uh, you want to go home by seven instead of staying out till one o'clock in the morning. You know, you just, you can't, but you've just got to stop and you've got to face that challenge in order to change it is that important which brings me to you can't think your way into acting different but you can act your way into thinking different meaning to me you can sit there and say i want to change this i want to change this one day i will one day i'll get up and go to the gym one day i'll stop hanging out with these people i want to but you never will because you're not you can't think that change you have to make that change and eventually that'll be the way you think whether it's your diet i need to eat better okay you can tell yourself you need to eat better but if you just go to the grocery store and buy these food maybe you, and then you learn how to prepare it the way you like but first you have to start eating that food and then you'll just start thinking differently because you've already made that change. It's, it's very easy to brainwash yourself into thinking that someone that's bad for you, terrible for you, horrible for you, is the best for you. So say you have this person, and they just treat you like shit. And everybody says, why, why do you hang out with this person? Or why are you with this person? 
oh well they love me you know we got this this good connection and we we understand each other and oh no 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 it's not like that um it's like this you're, you're brainwashing yourself into thinking that what you know something that's bad for you is good because it comes down to you, you get comfortable you get comfortable and you're overlooking that because the good is good and that's what you're looking for and i'm not saying this i've been there been there many times you're overlooked no i can deal with this i can deal with that I can deal with this because the highs are high are better than the lows when they're low but there's a lot of lows just because the lows aren't bad there's more of them than the highs you got to figure out hey i just got to start getting myself out of here and then my brain will start believing you know what you're right that's not good yeah we're, we're all humans we know the difference between right and wrong and sometimes it, we feel like we're stuck in the situation like oh, if we leave uh, we just can't leave. It's not that easy. It is that easy. Maybe you have nowhere to go. Maybe um, a lot of people will get angry at you for making your decision. And this ties into one of my topics. The only opinion that matters is your own. Everybody's going to have an opinion. No, you shouldn't leave that person. No, you shouldn't do this. No, you shouldn't do that. I think you should do this. Well, it doesn't really matter what they think unless you're coming to them for their opinion. But if they're just coming at you and shooting off opinions, it doesn't matter what they say. You do what you want to do. Like I said, the human brain knows the difference between right and wrong. And if you don't, if you say you don't, sit down and think about it. You do. You do know the difference between right and wrong. And if you start listening to other people's opinions, then what kind of a life are you living? You're living in the so what if. Someone else's. Yeah, you're, you're living in someone else's, you're living in someone else's power, in someone else's hands. And you, you need to think about what you want, your opinions. Yeah, other people's opinions could validate you could ask them what you're a, thinking. You could ask them opinions like, what do you think on this? Like, hey, I'm in this situation. Like, I'm friends with this person. I do this for them. I do that for them. I don't feel like I'm getting anything back. Well, my opinion is that's not your friend. And now it's up to you to go, okay, well, and that's, that's the thinking your way. Well, yeah, maybe not. But if you're still staying friends with them, then you haven't thought your way into acting. You have to just go, I need to get away from this person. You get away from that person. And eventually you'll start seeing all those things that you were told. And you're like, oh, now I'm thinking different because I acted. Exactly. And there you are. And when people give you their opinions, like I said, the only opinion that matters in the end is yours. But if somebody is giving you their opinion, most likely it means that they care about you and they've been paying attention to what's been going on. And usually the outside perspective realizes more than you do. And just know you're in it. Yeah. It's hard to see when you're in it. The other, the other phrase, the cliche, you can't see the forest for the trees. Well, I see a tree here and a tree here, but those are just trees. If I'm way out there, well, I could see it's a whole forest. That's why there's so many trees. So when you're in it, it's hard to see when you're in it. 
because you're being affected by it. Get somebody from the outside and they'll tell you, hey, here's what I see. Yeah, so it's okay to have an outside perspective, but just remember, if someone's given you their opinion, it, do, it doesn't really matter. It, it might get the wheels ticking in your head, but in, in today's day and age, um, if somebody gives you their opinion, uh, nine times out of ten, they're not trying to attack you. They're not trying to offend you. Yes. Um, yes. I, I don't know what it is with everybody that takes offense to everything it's it's a bunch of bullshit really it it just means that they care about you sure. they see what's going sure. on and they maybe Watch they know language. you what oh sorry did i offend I, you? Sir, watch that language <laughs> yes you offended me sir <laughs> but maybe they actually know the real you like you if you got into a relationship and you know, I seen something wasn't going quite right. I, I'd speak up and say something like, hey, you know, this isn't how you are. This isn't the type of relationship that I think you should be in because I know who you are. I know what type of relationship you look for. I know the way you function. And but again, it's still an opinion and it's I'm not attacking. So there's a big, big difference between an opinion and being attacked. If you feel like you're being attacked, I think that's your way of thinking. Oh, they don't know what they're talking about. It's not as bad as they say. I could keep doing what I'm doing. That's it. Yeah, and that's where that's where the opinion is. Your opinion is that person's not right for you. Your opinion is that person's treating you bad. And then my opinion is, well, I mean, that's just they're dealing with this or they're going through. I'm going through this, so maybe I'm interpreting it wrong. And it's like, yeah, but also listen to the other person because they obviously care and they're not seeing it from, you know, this about this person or, you know, that about you. They're just looking at it face value and going, some ain't right there. Yeah, your, your friends hear you and they, they hear what happens. Believe it or not, th those little things that you tell your friends, like bad things, good things, they, they pay attention to it. Whether you forget that you told them or not, they, they remember and they'll come yeah. back to you one day when you need it. You might not realize that you need it, but we don't all realize that we need help until someone's like, hey, let me step in. You hear my dog rolling around in her camera back there. <laughs> so it's, it's really about taking care of yourself you, you got to realize if something bad's happening it that's a perfect might not be segue. temporary if something bad is happening and it keeps happening and keeps happening it's not going to change it's a perfect segue because on uh may i elaborate Daily Wisdom from J.B. Smoove. The one quote he had was, a ship is safe in the harbor, but that's not what a ship is for. Which isn't the quote I'm focusing on. What I focused on, what really caught my attention, is when he was talking about different kinds of boats. And J.B. Smoove on there just has a tendency to ramble. We started talking about, well, if you were a boat, what kind of boat would you be? And then I would be this and that. And then he started bringing up a tugboat. And he's like, you don't want to be a tugboat. And I started... Okay, and he's like, you know what a tugboat's job is to do? Is to help ships 
that have run out of fuel, that are stuck, that can't get, you know? So tugboat's job is to help. So if you're a tugboat and you're helping, that's, that's good. But don't overwork yourself. Don't be so willing to help that you're neglecting yourself. And I have a problem with that. And I know some other people that have had this conversation with, can't overwork yourself. Because what happens when you've been out there, you pulled seven party cruisers out and you got them out there in the ocean and you get back to the dock and you realize there's a leak, you realize your floorboards are rotting out, you realize your engine's making a knocking noise. Well, then what? Well, then you're stuck with nobody to help you in your dock. Somebody else is out there partying on the sea. You're stuck at the dock trying to pail water out of your boat, right? So that's it's a great metaphor for you're out there helping everyone. But when it comes to you, what help are you getting? I can help you, but what's that mean for me? And sometimes, sometimes you're not getting anything back. And you go, yeah, that's my friend, but if I'm not getting anything back, I'm going to have to walk away. And it's going to be hard because I'm a helper. But I got to look out for me. Now I got to help me. That's, you got to reach a point. You got to help you. Exactly. It's, Otherwise, you're just sinking and everyone's out there partying. And then they're going to go, hey, I need some help. I'm stuck. And you're going to be out there going, I can't help you. I'm I'm sinking. It speaks volumes to a friendship. If you're the friend out there that's always helping everybody and everybody says, oh, my God, I appreciate you so much. You help me so much. And, you know, they're always coming to you for advice. And then when you need advice, oh, I'm too busy oh uh ask me later or you just tell people i need some advice i need someone to talk to and you just get crickets or even hey i need some help and you say oh i'm busy oh oh and then they get upset at you well are you being upset i'm busy i can't be helping you all the time and it's good it's not gonna be easy because you're the kind of person that goes Oh, well, I got to be somewhere at four. And your friend calls you at 2.30. Hey, my tire's flat. Can you come out and me change the tire? And you look and you go, well, I'm going the other way. But I think if I could get that changed real quick, I can get over there just before four and be fine. Well, now you're just going to stress yourself out trying to go the opposite way. If that tire don't come right off, you're already going to be running behind. Yeah. They got more friends. Have them call somebody else. You got somewhere to be at four. Don't be that person that's always going out of your way to help. And don't be that person that you're always helping somebody, but then they're, or you're expecting someone, something in return. You don't want to be that person that's expecting, oh, I give help. So you help me. You, You always kind of hope that they'll be there for you when you need them. But don't don't yeah. expect it. If you start expecting things, that's when you become the bad person. Yeah, you don't want to be someone that does something for something in return, regardless of what it is. Like, I'm not the kind of person that helps somebody and then posts about it on Facebook. I don't like seeing videos like, oh, look at this video, how we gave this person money or we bought this person. You didn't do it for them. You did it for the video. And you can't tell me you didn't. Otherwise, you wouldn't have recorded it. That's not cool either. If you're a helper, be a helper. Just don't forget to help yourself. Because if you're not functioning at your top, 
you're not going to be able to help anybody else there with theirs either. Yeah. And you're never going to be able to fully give yourself to somebody else when they need help if you're not taking care of yourself as well. Anything from changing a tire to come cry on my shoulder because something happened. Because you're already dealing with your own stuff. You can't be strong for them in whatever the scenario is. And that, that ties back into if you're always helping people, but nobody's there to help you, are they really your friends? Like, are they really people you want to associate with? Or maybe you're the type of person that helps people, but you, you can handle yourself. But if you're always helping, always helping, always helping, always helping, and never put time for yourself, you're not going to, that's not healthy for you. You got to take time out for yourself to figure things out. Maybe you have some bills you, you don't know how you're going to pay or work stress any out or you're tired. It's okay to tell those people like, hey, you know, I, I'd love to help you, but right now I just got to take some me time. I need to focus on me. And if they can't understand that, cut them out because then that's them being selfish. That's them expecting you to be there. You got to know the difference between somebody appreciating you and somebody using you. If you say, I need some me time, and they say, oh, no problem, that's a person to keep in your life. If you say, I need some me time, and they say, well, F you, F me, F you, you know, you, you got you to gotta weed the people out like that. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. If, if you're like, I want to be there for you, but I got my own something, and they just don't understand it, like, you're an adult. Take care of yourself. I got to take care of me right now. Like you can't have to say, oh, I need you to be over here and help me with this. Or I need that. Well, I need me, which they might come to you and tell, oh, well, now you're being selfish. Think about the time I took you over here. Think about the time I did this. Okay. So you did that so you could throw it in my face. That's why you did it. So that you could bring it up when you needed something. Not cool. No, not cool. Not which reminds me, I was listening to something. They were talking about the word selfish. Everybody's selfish. Everybody's selfish. Me time. That's selfish. A night out with the guys. You're being selfish because you're doing it for you, not for somebody else's benefit. Doesn't necessarily mean selfish is bad. And that's what I'm getting at. If you need to take time for yourself, you are being selfish. But you're being selfish because... You, you need it for you. You're not being selfish because you're trying to take from somebody. You're just trying to give to you. And it's okay to be that kind of selfish. Or whether it's alone time or it's you and your friends going out for some bowling or it's you and your girl going on a date instead of going to a niece and nephew's birthday party. Yeah, you're being selfish, but you're not trying to take from somebody, trying to give to you. And sometimes you just got to be selfish for yourself. So go ahead and call me selfish. I tell you, I can't be there. And sometimes it's just the way you prioritize, prioritize things. Like maybe, like me, um, if it's my son's birthday, my fiance's birthday, but it's a day I got to go to the gym. I'm going to go to the gym. I've told them time and time again, I have to go to the gym. And then we'll do those things. It's a discipline. But yeah, but the gym is there. It's a thing that's part of my life. I'm not being selfish. Me being well, I mean, selfish would be saying, I'm going to the gym, and when I get done, I'm going to sleep, and we're not doing anything because I'll be tired. Then that's me being selfish. But if I'm no, saying, no. 
but it is you being selfish because you're saying I see, but you're not trying to take from them. Yeah. You're not trying to take anything from them and that's it. You're saying, this is a thing I do for me because then I can give me to you more full. Like if I'm not going to the gym, I don't feel good. And then I'm not feeling good the rest of the day for you guys. So I'm going to take time for me, take care of me. Therefore, I can give all of me to you for the rest of the day. It's your birthday. I want to be in a good mood for that. So I'm going to need an hour and a half to go work out. Rest of the day is you. Yeah, and, and you, so got you are being selfish because it's for you, but you're not doing it to take from them. You're just doing it to give to you. And okay. that's the difference. Here's a plot twist. Say that same scenario. And I said, today's a gym day. It's a training day. I got to go to the gym and then we'll do everything else. And they say, well, what about me? You can't do that because me, then that's them being selfish. If they're not that's letting you do something, it's all about me, me, me. I understand it's your birthday, but I have to do this for my health. I'm doing it for my health, for my mind. And then we'll do everything else. It's not going to take all day long. I'm still remembering you. But if they that, say me, 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 not you, not you, not you. That's the difference between doing it for or giving to you or taking from them. So they're wanting to take your gym from you so you could be with them an hour and a half longer or you giving to you that hour and a half so you can give them 22 and a half hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's, that's what kind of bring me to my next topic. So we get mad about everything. Every day, people are mad, people are anxious, people are depressed. Everything is a problem. But, you know, we got to pick our battles, right? If we think everything is super important and we start battling with everything, when is our time to relax? When is our time to wind down and, and heal and relax from the day if we're just battling absolutely everything that's on our mind or arguing? with people that don't deserve to be argued with. I had a thought and then my dog laid down and I was like, good, she's not coming over here. <laughs> and then she just came over here. And then you forgot what you're gonna say? Yeah, cause I was thinking about the dog's gonna come interrupt me and make me lose what I was gonna say. So I'll, I'll use this example. If you have someone in your life, say you have biological parents, but they want absolutely nothing to do with you. All they did for you was donate their eggs, donate their seeds, and that's it. That's it. But you are sitting there thinking, well, that's my biological mom. That's my biological dad. Why don't they love me? That, that type of thing. I know that's a whole big thing that we can get into, but really that picking your battles is that a battle worth fighting if they don't want to give you the attention that you deserve if they don't want to fight for you why would you sit there and waste your time waste your energy and your mental stability fighting for someone that doesn't want you they don't want you there they are they already let you know yeah exactly no that's a good point is to pick those battles of what is important what is not important some things are important to to, to waste your time thinking about all there or, or 
reaching out for some of the and some are just like i mean in a week is that even going to matter it's hard to differentiate it's hard to differentiate between what's important and what you think is important because what you think is important could mean absolutely nothing like hey how am i supposed to Am I going to have enough money to retire in 35 years? That's 35 years from now. Why are you, do you have a 401k? Are you saving money? Then what are you worrying about? And if so you're much thinking that far ahead, money. like how are you going to sit and relax and enjoy every day? If you're just looking forward to like retirement, I mean, pick your battles. <laughs> yeah, that's not, a, that's not a, a hill worth dying on. What, what am I going to do in 35 years? You know, how about, you see what that 401k looks like in a year and go, okay, I can make some adjustments and then maybe I'll be more. That's just not a battle worth having of, of worrying that far ahead. I don't even worry. Then the month comes and the bills are paid. I'm not going to worry till next month when the bills are coming. <laughs> yeah. Just, we all go through every day worrying about everything. Like, Oh, I got to get up at this time for work or you're driving down the road and, Somebody cuts in front of you, just ruined your entire day. Like, really? Did, did it really just ruin your entire day? Is every single thing you think of, the 50,000 things you think of during the day, is that all really important? Is that, yeah, is that worth your battle? Is it worth your effort? No. And, and, and <clears throat> he cut you off. Guess what? You're still driving, aren't you? Whatever. Yeah, hey, F you, guy, but then that's about it. Otherwise, like, what, what's getting mad at him going to do? It's not, it's, he don't even care. He don't, whether he knows you're mad or not, it doesn't even bother him. So why are you mad? They might don't not, let it bother you. Yeah, they might not even realize they did it. That could be that too. And I'm not saying anything that we've talked about, we're perfect little angels on because me- hey, I'm a perfect our, angel. Well, we got our share of issues. <laughs> I've got my share of issues. And we definitely, we- we try to do what we say, but it's 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 more of, cliche, more of that cliche. I do as I say, not as I do type thing. <laughs> and likely we're not even covering some of the things we wanted to because uh -huh. me and you've been talking about this for like two or three weeks. And we kind of sound been, all over the place. We've been kind of talking about these, like realizing things for ourselves and talking every day. And then it's like, this is a good thing we should talk about. So I'm sure there's some things that we haven't even covered that we, we have talked about the last couple of weeks. Well, we just didn't cover here. So for example, there, there's something I had come up a couple months ago in my life that was a, it's, it's a huge deal, really. It's, it's, big a, deal. it's a big, big deal. But while I'm waiting to see what happens, is there really a point on me sitting around for a month what? or two and worrying like, oh my God, what's going to happen? Oh, what, what if this? What if that? What if this? How am I going to this? And is it, am I really like that whole entire, maybe sit down for a day or two and think about, okay, like figure everything out, but then stop, wait, see what happens. Don't obsess over it. We obsess over so much things in our lives. It's, it's crazy. And, and that situation is, I mean, it's either going to happen or it's not. So worrying about it until it comes is you can yes you can go well if it does i got a game plan if it doesn't cool then that's all you got to worry about why you, there's no reason to sit there 
just going like, oh man, I hope it's not this. I hope it's not this. I hope, why? Why? You, what's, take time to figure out the game plan of yes or no. But once you've got that, there's no reason to worry about it until it comes through. Yeah, see, and I'm still working on this because I I know what it feels like to worry. There's this nagging, naggy little thing in the back of your head called anxiety or ADD. And if you sit there and do nothing, you're thinking like, oh, man, I I need to be doing something. But sometimes you got to fight that urge when you say I need to be doing something. No, no, not really. Have you already done what you need to do? If if so, then you don't need to do it. You just wait. Or maybe it's not even that important. Just just wait and see what happens. Or wait till you get that next letter. Or, you know, wait until it, you know, it's a, it's a cycle. It's, it's all about picking your battles, really. Yeah. And sometimes that, and sometimes doing nothing is the best thing to do. No, I got a message. It's like what 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 did Winnie the Pooh say? Oh, Bobby. The the best sort of something is nothing, or the best something comes from nothing. Part of waking up like as folders in your cup. Yes, exactly. I want my honey. <laughs> well, anyways, we're just completely rambling. This thing doesn't yeah, think- have a timer on it. I don't know how long we've rambled. But yeah, long story short. Take care of yourself. Try to figure out what's really important. Not everything you think of is important. Figure out what's important and deal with it. And if people are saying like, hey, you know, this situation you're in, I don't think it's very good. Like, Maybe take a step back before you get offended or before you get riled up. Take a step back. Really listen to them and kind of analyze the situation you're in. Maybe they're right maybe they're wrong but like i said we all know the difference between right and wrong but sometimes somewhere along the way we kind of get lost and maybe we might need someone to steer us back in that direction and that that could be yourself you just need to steer yourself back in the direction get out of that comfort zone that comfort zone you're in could be nothing but a huge roadblock a, a detour that you didn't even realize you took do you have anything to tie into that? No, I think uh, I think we've kind of covered a lot of bases. So I think to just to kind of recap, like number one is you. Take care of you. Absolutely, you are number one. You are if number you're one. Not functioning to your fullest. Functioning to your fullest. You're not going to be much help to other people. And this is your sign right now. If you've been thinking about doing something, you've been thinking about, I need to do this for my health. I need to do this for my kids, for my family. Whatever it is you've been thinking about doing, if you're thinking about doing, that means you know that you need to do it. So this is your sign to do it. Yeah. If anything anything we've said made you go, oh, I think I could relate to that. That's a sign because that's where I was so many times I went, oh, and but then I would go, oh, but I don't want to be that guy or oh, but that'll cause this issue or oh, that'll that'll result in that. And it's like, okay, so take that and go, is it bad that that happens? Because at this point, 
with the stuff I've been going through, it's, it gets to a point where we're looking back, I'm like, it all ended up this way anyways. So you either confront it and it changes or you confront it and it's out of your life. Either way, it's better for you. Or you do nothing and nothing changes. That takes us right back to that first quote. Not everything faced can be changed, but nothing's changed unless it's faced. Exactly. And, and I if, think that's a perfect wrap-up. I'm just going to say one more thing. It, it, even if we don't take our own advice, I, I urge you to take our advice. Take that step that if you're ready to change something, if you know you need to change something, take that step. Don't look back. It's going to be scary as fuck. I tell you what, it's going to be scary. You're going to think you can't do it. You're going to think it's the end of the world. You're going to think that you're punishing yourself, but I promise you, you're not. Just take that step and don't look back. And that about wraps up our show for today. Really, if we help anybody at all, we have like five people listen, but if we help anybody at all that's that's all that matters one one person that's cliche too but really one person come on so i'm gonna go go ahead and give our facebook social that is facebook.com backslash the tv pod that's where we put all of our updates that's where you can find all the links to our old podcast our new podcast upcoming events anything that's podcast related from us you will find there so go ahead and add it again facebook.com backslash the tv pod and if you're into harry potter i do a lot of harry potter unboxing with wands horcruxes house treasures dolls potions you name it i actually put up a new video today uh, you can go find me on youtube at youtube.com backslash c backslash Accio Potter Guy, A-C-C-I-O-P-O-T-T-E-R-G-U-Y. And I believe Torch, once he gets done petting his lovely dog right there, has his socials. Gypsy, oh, I've never, Gypsy. I've never done petting the dog. Gypsy, uh, you see me? Gypsy! Of course not. No, she's, uh, she just wants pets. So it's I'll pet her like, and tell you. It's like my dog just completely right. ignores anybody's on the screen. But anyways, go ahead. <laughs> You can find me at uh, on the Facebook uh, Torch Meets World, the YouTube Torch Meets World, the uh, Instagram Torch Meets World, the Twitter D underscore Torch. Um, find me at those guys there. Torch Meets World uh, is, is where you find me, basically around the clock. Not around the clock, around the internet. Around the clock, around the car, around the parade. Um, I don't know, but... Walk around the Christmas tree, I don't know. Yeah, man, we're gonna have a gnarly Christmas episode, you guys. <laughs> I have no yeah, tomorrow. No, we're not. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. No, no, no. But anyways, stay tuned for our next goofy antics and maybe a funny talker. Who knows? Maybe we'll talk something serious again. <laughs> maybe we'll have another guest. People have been wanting to get on here, so that's cool. Uh, yeah, if you want to be our guest, again, go to that Facebook that I said. Yes. Mention you want to be our guest. If you have a topic you might want us to talk about, let us know. Hey, we'll pretty much talk about anything. But I think we're going to kind of keep politics and stuff like that out of it. Yeah. 
but yeah. pretty much anything else wrestling because we're, because we're picking our love. battles yeah yeah we're picking our battles and politics is a battle that we're, we we choose to not battle yeah anyway okay, now we're just time, rambling everybody. finished here so uh might as well just take it home yep all right see you later <laughs> oops ah